Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. Ooh, okay, so today... We are discussing the strange sisterly bond, <laughs> the biological joining of the Kree's sisters, Bo-Katan and Satine. Yes. How they are sisters, we don't know, but we're going to discuss that today. You don't think it's ever been said, right? In canon. Not really. I mean, we know they're sisters. We know they're from the same clan. We know that they both hold positions in Mandalore. I guess we'll say. Mm -hmm. But how in the hell are they from the same tree? They are two very different breeds of apple (laughs) (laughs) from the tree of Kree's. (laughs) Yes. Bo has never been my favorite character, although I do like her quite a bit in The Mandalorian. She's definitely grown on me. A a large part of this is due to Katie Sackhoff because... yes. It's just implied. She's a badass. She's a, a <laughs> she seems to be a well-spoken individual. She has a cool voice. She does the character role well, always has, from the Clone Wars all the way to the live action of her character from the Clone Wars. Yeah, I've loved her since Battlestar Galactica. She was so great in that show. And just a little side note, I loved that in the latest episode of The Mandalorian. She got to pilot like a badass in that episode i was just like oh "Oh, my god it's like starbuck all over again (laughs) that whole opening scene of last week's episode which i think is the third episode of the mandalorian Mm -hmm. yeah uh at the time of this recording so that was really something that was really cool yeah the ship the tactics the (laughs) confidence (laughs) you know we always see her combat style and her fighting but piloting is something I like very much to watch her do. Yeah, it's pretty badass. <laughs> Plus, I love me a good TIE fighter. I know. Let alone 10 of you them. You got a lot in the last episode. You had a whole squadron of them. <laughs> and was this episode the first time that we've ever heard the word Krees uttered in live action? I don't know. I feel like they might have said her name. She said her... Last season? I think she said it when she first meets Din. I think she says okay. she comes from Clan Crees or something like that. Okay. He wants to know who she is and where she's from, and she kind of, like, uses that as a point of pride, but then he doesn't take her seriously because she takes her helmet off. Right. It's a whole thing. Don't even get me started <laughs> on that whole thing. I just... I, I want... The first name Satine uttered in live action. She deserves to be recognized. None of this would exist without Satine. And that's what is missing here. Yeah, I think even Bo has been just saying my sister when referencing Satine. I don't think she's ever said her name. But it's not just a sister. Her sister was the fucking Duchess of Mandalore. Yeah. The place that is, hello, kind of the central figure planet of this whole fucking show. Like, <laughs> I know. can we talk about the last true ruler? Yeah, she was. Before it all went to hell? She was the, like, last official legitimate ruler who wasn't either usurping the position or appointed it by the emperor. So 
or a Sith. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, holy shit. So we should give a rundown for people who don't actually know who Satine and Bo actually are and how they have come to be in this timeline at all. Yeah. So we don't know. They've never said their names, of the names of their parents officially. Right. They've never mentioned a mother ever in Mm-mm. canon. They have said that they had a father in The Mandalorian, but I don't even think they mentioned Satine's father in The Clone Wars. I don't know how I learned this, but her father was assassinated. That's what I I think. Well, doesn't that just make sense? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He died, quote, defending Mandalore, but... I And now I'm not really sure if it's canon or not that her father, their father was the one who started the whole idea of pacifism, but maybe that was just something that Satine did on her own. But either way, she rightfully inherited the throne when her father died. And Satine is the oldest, right? Yes. She's the oldest sister and Bo is the little sister. Yes. And there's... And then there's another... There's possibly a brother. I don't... A brother. There might be another sister, but I've never... I've heard rumors of a brother, which we've talked about in a previous yeah. episode that when we were talking about Corky. Oh, jeez. Because Corky is not Satine's nor Bo's son, because they both call him a nephew. That we know of. Right. Like, exactly. Oh. That was our whole episode was... <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not Corky was a Kenobi or not. So if you haven't listened to that, check it out. That's a fun. That's still, to this day, one of our most popular episodes. Very true. Very true. But here we are. I mean, it's so funny. I mean, we have to reference The Mandalorian while we talk about this because things keep coming out that go back to the Clone Wars. You know, Satine was executed by Maul in front of Obi-Wan and Bo sweeps in and... It's kind of this, she is a terrorist. She's in the terrorist group with what, Pre Vizsla? I hate yeah. his name. I know. He's such a smarmy Pre- guy. Vi- What's post Vizsla? Like, who's, <laughs> who's post Vizsla? Like, so Pre Vizsla and his gang and of people that they employ Maul to take over Mandalore. It's a terrible idea. It was terrible from the start. And Bo even tried to tell him it was a terrible idea. But she went along with it. I know. So this is why when people are like, She's such a badass. I love her so much. It's like, you haven't watched Clone Wars. You haven't watched it. Yeah. Because if you did, you might have a different opinion. And it's not that I right. dislike her necessarily now, but when I was watching Clone Wars, I did not like her the first time I watched it because she is the reason Satine dies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is, it's so ironic because Satine was a pacifist and didn't want fighting yeah. She didn't want that kind of Mandalore, and yet her sister, <laughs> God. and obviously, or maybe not so obviously, this will lead to the further character development of Bo-Katan mm-hmm. through Mandalor- the Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know. It seems to be going that direction. But yeah, she's not great in the Clone Wars for a lot of reasons, but number one, because she plays a pretty heavy hand in her sister's death. What I read said that she joined Death Watch very young. Yeah. And separated herself, basically, from the House of Crees because Satine was promoting pacifism. I think Katie was even saying this, right? Katie Sackhoff was saying that. Mm-hmm. 
Satine was a politician and Bo was raised to be a warrior. So when Satine decided that she didn't want warriors, Bo was like, well, what about me? Don't I exist? So she joined the Death Watch and Katie was saying that we never really realized how young Bo is in the Clone Wars. So she was impressionable. She was young. She made mistakes that she later regrets. That's good. But those... Those are devastating mistakes, that she, and she makes and them over and way over. Too late. Yes, yes, seriously, <laughs> like too little, too like the late. Si- your sister's dead, so and that whole fucking planet they were walking through in episode yeah. three, the city burned to the ground. All this shit. Bo is standing there, all like, "Oh, this was once a great city." It's like, uh, it got destroyed, kind of because of you. <laughs> Just saying. Yes. Yes. And and I had an issue with, although it was cheeky and kind of like, oh, a throwback. When I had issue when she mentioned to Grogu, you know, I used to set, fight side by side with Jedi before. Bitch, <laughs> you swooped the fuck in yeah. and got Kenobi out of there after he had the witness, the death of your sister that you had a hand in causing. You also fought side by side with a Sith, no problem. So fuck right. right. <laughs> yeah, so if you're gonna go the length of saying I fought with a, I fought side by side with a Jedi, you know, go ahead and say you fought side by side with a Sith or two. Yeah. She gathered. She was okay. I'm not gonna say she. She was part of a group that gathered a bunch of crime syndicates together. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, this is some dirty galactic shit in the grand scheme of things. And then of course. We can go into Rebels, which we need to, because it eventually comes all the way back around to everyone. What is it? The What's his name? He gets Sorry, the dark oh, saber. Go, oh, the um, Moff Gideon? Not quite him yet. Gar He's the one Saxon? That, that's it. Saxon. <laughs> I was like, let me go yeah. back in time. Next step back. Yeah, so like <laughs> Sabine's clan. You got to understand this about Mandalorians if you don't. They're messy. They're always fighting. The clans are always against each other. Yeah. Which is what Satine was trying to prevent. Yeah. It was all civil war. One right after another. They just yes. kept having them. Bo eventually gets the Darksaber from who? Sabine? Yeah. She accepts it. Yeah. She accepts it. And that's what leads us to the Mandalorian, where she won't accept it from Din because of her past. Right. Of accepting it. And this long line of terrible, <laughs> tragic things... That happened in the Clone Wars and Rebels. Once well, she says something to Sabine and Rebels about not killing somebody. Remember they made that weapon called the Duchess that Sabine <laughs> helped create? Yes. That was yes. like, if you're wearing Mandalorian armor, it would basically disintegrate you, right? And so Sabine felt angry that they used her technology. And so she was going to kill the person, the empirical guy who was responsible or whoever. I don't remember it exactly. But... Bo says something like, it's not an honorable killing. And it's like, when did honor start mattering to you? <laughs> like, they're all, the Mandalorians are all about this honor and code. But like Pre Vizsla, who is one of the, the children of the Watch or whatever Din yeah, yeah, is a yeah. part of, they're like yes. an offshoot of Death Watch, okay? So... They're like a more extreme version of Death Watch. And Death Watch was making these deals with Maul and Savage Press 
knowing they were going to double cross them. They were using the Sith on purpose with the intention of killing them once they had achieved their goals. And they achieved their goals with trickery by making a false invasion of Mandalore so that they could overthrow Satine. So when the fuck did honor, like real honor, (laughs) become a thing for the Mandalorians? (laughs) Like... I want to pose the question of if it's for your home planet, what length is too far before honor turns into just whatever the fuck that was you just described? Because that's, to me, not honorable. Yeah. But in their mind, it's like any person who fights for the Empire, any person who fights for the Rebellion. They think they're doing the right thing for the cause. Right. But do the means justify the fucking end? No, because Mandalore ended up getting blown up anyway by the Empire. Right. The fuck? Exactly. Everything they did. It's kind of like, um, we talked about it before, isn't it? Oedipus, who is supposed to like kill his father. So he leaves to avoid killing his father. And ultimately, that leads him back to a stranger on the road who is his father that he kills or something like that. It's the same thing with Mandalore. It's like, no matter what you do, you're going to end up in this shithole mess. Totally. And so today we present to you the question, (laughs) how in the hell do you get a pacifist and and a fighter uh, turned terrorist, turned redeemed terrorist? Yeah. Savior of Mandalore? (laughs) Yeah. And, And you made the point. We could even do it based off of looks. They don't look the same. Now, a lot of sisters and brothers come from the same family and one may be blonde and one may be dark haired sure you know skip a generation skip a line whatever but like holy shit are they opposite it makes me wonder did it drive them further into their roles to spite one another i mean we don't know we don't know what the relationship was like no and well there's one line where satine said there was a time when we weren't enemies not that we were friends, mm-hmm. but that we weren't enemies. And like maybe, maybe that time is coming again. And Bo's response is, the enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And I was like, that's also not the same as like, hey, we're friends. Let's get along. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a, sing- I'm a single. I'm a single child. <laughs> I'm an only child. I don't know what it's like to have sibling rivalry, but... Uh, my best friend from my childhood was the middle sister of three girls. Mm-hmm. And I I watched them fight over clothing, hair accessories, the pettiest shit, right? Yeah. And I'm sure anyone out there, you come from a family of multiple siblings. Yeah. It was... It's, it's natural. It was brutal growing up. We're all friends now, but that doesn't always happen. Like, that's rare, actually, I think, when you grow up and become friends. In my family, yeah. my sisters and I are very close, but... Which I love, by the way. I love that. I do, too. It's special. I know it's not that common. So I feel like we're really lucky to still get along. But yeah, it was a bloodbath <laughs> growing up. Do you think that Bo and Satine had such opposite views because of... Were they in these roles before the father died? Or did the father's death drive them to take totally opposite points of view that's a great question you could take a parental death and be like you know what i'm gonna fight to the end he tried to defend mandalore i'm always going to defend mandalore so you have Mm Bo, but then the parent dies and you have satine is like you know what fighting solves nothing so i'm going to take the role of a pacifist yeah i could see that absolutely yeah where the hell is the mother who is the mother i know what is the mother (laughs) 
Who is Corky? Where the fuck is Corky in all of this? Where's the brother? I know. I can't. Do you want to hear my theory? Of course I do. On Bo. So. Yes. A long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sorry. So. We all know that Dave Filoni wanted Anna Graves to kind of reference Kate Blanchett's performance in Elizabeth, right? The- yes, right. Satine is kind of based on Queen Elizabeth and Kate Blanchett's version in particular. And there's this interview that Filoni gave. I found it on IGN. And I've heard this before. I've heard him say this stuff in an interview before. Originally, Bo was not supposed to be Satine's sister in the script. That was mm, not the intention. Okay. So... Um, Dave is the one who put that in there. George Lucas did not intend it that way. And so Dave is the one who changed that altogether. And he said he waited until like production was done and snuck it in there and then showed it to George and was like, eh? <laughs> you like it? Is this okay? Yeah, exactly. And and he liked it, so they kept it in. But then Dave said, I'm going to read from an interview that he, with IGN that he gave. He said, I have a rather lengthy backstory that even explains how she became a Death Watch soldier that goes all the way back to the time when she and Satine are six. Because to figure Mm. out how she got to that point, and yet Satine is a duchess, like, they're not remotely on the same page. He says, I have a whole story about who their father was and what their relationships were and everything with Vizsla going back for a very long time and how that intersects with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ooh. And we don't have this yet? No. And he said, I'd give you more detail, except I'd like to tell that story at some point in some form of Star Wars media in the future. All right. And he said he's discussed it with people at Lucasfilm and they have like plans for it. I see you, Dave. (laughs) You you cheeky man in your little hat. I'm ready. (laughs) Tell us another story. So if he's basing Satine on Queen Elizabeth, I wonder yes. if he's basing Bo on Princess Mary and that they do not have the same mother. Oh. I wonder if Bo was the result of a concubine or a mistress. A tryst. Mm-hmm. And like in Henry oh. VIII's experience, those daughters became legitimate queens even though they came in and out of favor. So for a while... They were, whenever it was convenient, they'd be called a bastard child and cast right. out. And then yeah. the real king died and they needed somebody. So they brought in one of the bastards. <laughs> I like this theory because that would create constant uh, discord between them. Yes. Y- you have a different mother and you're not my real sister. And right. the impartiality between the father and both of them, maybe trying yes. to keep the peace between the half sisters and stuff yeah i could tell this is great i like this theory because also with henry the eighth he loved mary until he married anne boleyn and then he loved right. elizabeth but also kind of didn't because she wasn't a boy <laughs> and and so like each girl kept feeling like they were being replaced over and over depending on yes. what was happening and so i I was wondering if, like, Bo was the apple of his eye for martial stuff, like learning to fight. And Satine was very smart and learning politics and becoming savvy that way. And it was just like, then he dies prematurely and the sisters are never reconciled. And Bo could have been raised in another household because she had a different mother. 
True. Which would explain why she has a totally different accent. Doesn't sound anything like Satine or Corky. Right. That's oh, I my like theory. This. <laughs> I this, hey, it's a good one. It stands. There's it's purely conjecture, but it makes sense, I guess, if you think about well, it. When you put it like you did, it kind of yeah, it kind of you know connects a few dots anyway. Yeah, I mean, it could just be as simple as, you know, Satine looks like her mom and Bo looks like her dad. But, you know, that's why yeah, they look yeah, so we different. Don't, we don't have any material, so this is what we're left with. But yeah. if Filoni tells the story sometime, it'll be worth it, I think. How does Pre Vizsla and Bo tie back to Obi-Wan? Like, if we're talking about when Satine and Bo were six years old and then somehow this all ties in with the Jedi, what? <laughs> does it have to do with... When him and Qui-Gon helped Satine? It could. It could. I mean, Filoni, I'm sure, has his own idea of what happened during that year on the run. Maybe okay, like... Well, we, we already have that story, and it's called The Jedi and His Duchess. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Filoni. It's been written already by Lauren. <laughs> it even has artwork. Okay? It, uh, it has Legit. a book cover. Yes, it's it real. Does. <laughs> This is all fun to think of. We're getting more than I ever thought we would with any of the creases right now. I mean, Satine made her mark for any Obi-Wan fan. Yeah. And Bo is just kind of like an addition to the story and a mysterious character. And then we got more in Rebels that kind of tied it a little bit together and she was a little bit redeemed. And that was kind of like book closed. And now she's brought back into the Mandalorian she's becoming more of a a well-rounded character as opposed to like a figure Mm -hmm. yeah and so we have to start thinking about these things if we haven't been already I I think it's really interesting it's fun to watch her character develop and now like seeing her in live action is pretty pretty badass watching Katie Sackhoff like bring it to life is fucking awesome yeah it's I probably would like it less if it was someone other than Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, I mean, I agree. How many out there have a crush on her, no matter what gender you are? Hand Raise raised. a hand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hand raised. Love her. So, <laughs> pretty universally accepted that she's amazing. So, she is. She's just one of those people that, like, is very captivating to watch her. And even in, like, interviews, she's so interesting. And I love her fashion. I love her glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I love yes. everything. She's, she's knowledgeable. <laughs> she's fun. Yeah. She enjoys the role. You know, I love anyone who enjoys what they do because I don't know anything about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in their career or whatever. But I, uh, something interesting that I brought up to you about The Mandalorian is when we see Satine lounging. I'm sorry, not Satine. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> when we see Bo lounging on her throne. Yes. I couldn't help but notice the almost immediate contrast of everything about her castle compared to Satine's castle. And mm-hmm. I have pictures up to reference. If you type in Bo-Katan castle and you type in Satine Kree's castle, you're going to see the complete inverse of each other. And yeah. I, I don't know if it was on purpose, but I told you when I, fir- when I first saw this, the episode, I just, you know, Din and Grogu are walking down this concrete castle hallway with small glass windows Mm -hmm. let's start there satine well okay it's not her castle but it's the sundari royal royal palace right right it is all windows with tiny metal pieces keeping them together Mm -hmm. so 
Satin, bright, open, peaceful, airy, sunlight. Okay? Yep. Satin, closed off, cold, Bo. dark. Bo. Jesus. <laughs> well, not Jesus, but Bo. <laughs> Bo is cold, cement, closed off, very little light. Yeah. Hard. Okay? Yeah. You see what I'm, what's happening here? That was the first thing. Then when I typed it in and looked, if you look at the actual throne seat and the steps that lead up to it, if you look at Satine's throne, it's steps leading up to a narrow column. Mm-hmm. Bose is a narrow column leading down to inverted stairs. So it's a V shape, oh. which is the exact opposite of Satine's, which is like an A shape. That's so interesting. I don't know why, but for some reason it stuck out in my head as like, huh, they completely inverted everything about Satine's castle and made it Bo's castle. Yeah, that's so cool though. I mean, and think about it, like the the stone, the concrete, that's like historic, like history and old tradition and Satine is yes. glass. It's like modern, progressive. Exactly. And so we have kind of the old Mandalorian Everybody fights, everybody's at war, everybody da 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 <laughs> yeah. Then we have the peaceful, airy, light, sunny, new way, modern era, Satine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and both are blown up. So yeah. what difference does it make? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like, maybe the whole point is, is being too extreme in either direction is a problem. Again, the theme of balance <laughs> comes forward in a tale of Star Wars. It's... Just, I was sad to see your castle go because it looked like a magnificent place to watch the ocean. God, I want to live there, man. That is like my dream castle. <laughs> I just, I would turn the heat up. It seemed, yeah. light a candle, Bo. See, and what the fuck is she doing all day long? Just sitting? She's thinking about throne. things. <laughs> yeah, she's just She's sitting. thinking about how she caused the fucking death of her sister. I would close myself off too on a fucking island somewhere <laughs> i love too that she's supposed to be like sitting on furs but she's like still in her armor They're like girl go put some pajamas on relax <laughs> get a diffuser light a candle <laughs> take your helmet off put on a face mask have some self-care and, th- and just put the past in the past yeah god she's always just <laughs> lounging on that damn throne <laughs> I mean, shit. She looked cool doing it. She looks fucking great, but she literally, I thought it was, I just thought it was really funny that she, it looked like she hadn't moved in the time that Grogu and <laughs> Din were there. And then Grogu comes back and it's like, she is not getting up. She's just no. living in that chair. She's, she, <laughs> I kind of get it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when, you, when the happens. world of Mandalore and your, and your entire family rests on your back and you lost the, the, dark saber to the dude walking towards you yeah you know i'd be a little uh, what do you want you know like <laughs> like the anzelin what do you want you know when they, the little babu freak yes dude. Oh was it God. babu i think so or was it somebody was it babu I okay think so Those babu is the real mvp here so <laughs> so those were just some things that stu- i don't know why it stuck out to me so obviously but Maybe it was meant to, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was purposeful, maybe it wasn't. I mean, it was just too much of a contrast to yeah, not notice. exactly. So well, if, if you pay attention to the Clone Wars anyways, if you don't, it's just another castle, you know? Right, exactly. But 
I said this to you, I noticed right away <laughs> she's laying in the throne like Maul was laying in Satie's yes. throne. And I'm you, sure there's memes everywhere now, but. Well, you were not the only one. I got, I think, two DMs on Twitter saying like, did you see the latest episode? What'd you think? Did you notice she was lounging like Maul? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, Lauren told me that. I didn't notice it, but you did. And it's like one, it, there's just too many similarities. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I, at first I thought like Maul was actually going to be there. For some reason, my brain was thinking, did he like sneak into both? <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Cause he always she called me up. back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that was very interesting. I want to see more of her castle, but now it's gone. Yeah, I know. And so is the other one. So Satine and Bo are sisters. I don't know how, but they are. <laughs> we have theories. It it would really be interesting to see their childhood. I would be I would be interested to see Satine and Bo's history somehow. Here's my only caveat. I want Obi-Wan's childhood first. I don't want to get Bo and Satine's childhood before we get Obi-Wan's. Yeah, that's true. And that is my bias showing. (laughs) I don't care, though. Like, for being one of the most popular characters, Obi-Wan is still treated a bit like a side character. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't get it. And, And I don't even mean necessarily by the fandom. I feel like Star Wars has ignored him until this year finally they're making the obi-wan show you know and that was a big deal and i think they finally realized how crazy people are about the character totally totally yeah they well yeah. there's more intrigue with with obi-wan than there is anakin we know a lot about anakin we know a lot about his childhood we know about his end we know everything in between obi-wan is a little bit mysterious he had a relationship or did he we don't even know and he had it with Bo-Katan's fucking sister who died because of Bo-Katan. <laughs> There's your wrap-up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's kind of like at the center of all their drama, which is weird. Like, especially it's now so that we're weird. getting this big look at Mandalore. I was just re-listening to our episode about Corky because I was kind of like mm-hmm. wanted to mm-hmm. hear it a little bit before we recorded. And I, mm-hmm. you were saying like, why wouldn't Satine tell obi-wan and one of my reasons was because she wanted to protect him from the jedi like what if corky was force sensitive right and it's true then it just hit me like having seen all this fucking drama with the mandalorians what if obi-wan is the father of corky he's half mandalorian half jedi that would be like the start of a whole can you imagine a bunch of force sensitive mandalorians (laughs) No, no, this is a disaster. It would be a shit show. (laughs) That's the last thing we need right now. Isn't that what what Grogu is essentially going to be? Half Mandalorian, half Jedi? I guess, because I don't know, because Din was uh, adopted and he's not a born Mandalorian. I don't know if you have to be... I mean, for a group that takes blood very seriously, they sure will take yeah. strays in, too. So I don't know. It's <laughs> I Maybe this is all just to rewrite what Mandalore was into what Mandalore needs to be if it's going to survive. What does the word Mandalore even mean anymore? Maybe maybe we're, we're seeing what it means now play out. I don't know. That's a good question. 
one that we do not have an answer to yet. But if we know Dave Filoni, we will have one in about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> see, see you then. <laughs> Next week, we are going to discuss The Mandalorian Season 3. We think it ties in pretty good to what we just talked about since we did a little bit of chit-chat about Mandalorian today. We will discuss episodes 1, 2, 3, and... And possibly 4 if we can fit it in. (laughs) Maybe 4 if we can squeeze it into our recording schedule. So join us back here for that. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. And as always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoy our podcast, go ahead, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. We appreciate that as well. If you need just one place to find all of these individual things, you can find them over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>